Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 365 of Sports. I'm Tony, and with me, we've got Off-Road Andy. Hello. We've also got an entertainment episode, so please be sure to check that one out as well. But we've got a big sports podcast coming to you guys uh, this evening. Uh, we've got some NBA talk about uh, some uh, a crazy thing happened on Sunday, where if you were a gambler and you were betting only on the under, you had yourself a good day. We'll get into that along with a couple games on the same night on Friday night. Had some fights. Maybe there was a full moon. I don't know what was going on, but uh, something was in the air that evening. Uh, spring training has begun, so we'll get into that with some MLB, along with one of the free agents has finally been signed. Uh, we've also got some uh, good news in uh, college basketball. We're going to continue to give you guys our uh, standings updates, along with uh, reviewing two more teams. Uh, we're also going to give you some NHL standings because we're at that point of the year now where things are slowing down a little bit, but NHL is down to their final about 25 games or so. So we'll let you guys know what those playoff pictures look like. And I've got a fun little uh, game to test Andy's knowledge here uh, at the end of the podcast here, which should be some fun. So uh, we'll start off here with the NBA uh, on Sunday. If you were to bet the under, there was 11 games on Sunday. And if you were to bet the under blindly, like you just said, every single game, I don't care. I don't care who's playing who. I don't care about what it is. I'm going to bet the under on every game. You would have gone 10 wins, zero losses, and one tie. And granted, we're in a day today where over-unders, I think there was two or three of the games where the over-under was over 240 points. So, I mean, we're, we're just in a different time. Like, I know uh, Dallas and Indiana was like 250-something. Uh Phoenix and the Lakers was 240 something. So it's, it's with, you know, a, you know, like a grain of salt, take that with, because there was still some high scoring games Sunday. It's just that today's NBA is just very, very high scoring. Now I'm surprised the Clippers game went over because Clippers didn't play that well in that game. And the Kings have a horrible defense. I would have thought that would be a 240 over under. But yeah. I don't know exactly yeah. what that one would have been, but, uh, yeah, we see the final score of that Clipper game was uh, 107-123. So, yeah, 240 points, and it did uh, – I'm not sure exactly, like I said, what it was. But I know the one that they said pushed was Houston and Oklahoma City was 233, and it was a 123-110 to final. Uh, but there is a game in here that looked like – or there, there was two games, though, that looked like uh, – that you could have looked at blindly and been like, oh, those for sure went under, and that was Atlanta beating Orlando 109-92. to And, Andy, I'm going to throw you back to the 90s here. Charlotte beat the Blazers 93 to 80. <laughs> you don't see games like that anymore at all. So, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. And then uh, another day this past weekend that had some excitement was Friday night. There was uh, two fights in, an, uh, in the NBA that evening. The first one happening when Miami played uh, New Orleans. And basically, you know, I, I watched it. Zion was going in. Didn't get called for the foul. And then... Uh, he was frustrated, stole the ball from Jimmy Butler and went right back up. And Kevin Love kind of like bear hugged him to like, you know, it wasn't really dirty. I mean, Kevin Love's not a dirty player, but, you know, Zion took a little exception to it and then led us to push and shoving, which got Jimmy Butler involved. And it was uh, Jimmy Butler got suspended. I uh, forget the guy's name on like Marshall, Mar some guy named Marshall on New Orleans got suspended. And then on the sideline, Thomas Bryant and uh, Aaron, like, um, uh, What's his, uh, uh, what's the little guy's name? Uh, Alvarez or something like that on, uh, Alvarado. Alvarado. I kept wanting to say Arnado and Alvarez. Like I was combining it, but yeah. He, uh, you'll like this, Andy. Thomas Bryant and him fought, which is a seven foot, 
center against yeah. a six foot something and they're friends but they, they like apparently i don't know about friends but apparently they like have been teammates before i think it said and they were going at it and i was listening to the announcers and it was the it was the new orleans announcers which are actually really funny announcers it's the one of them is the old Laker announcer from uh, right when Chick Hearn left, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. He, Joel he's, Miller. Yeah, yeah, and it's him and then another guy who I, I don't know if he's a former player or not. But they're really funny because there was a whole thing about them on uh, Instagram that I saw about when Grady Dick was playing. And the Joel guy was making a lot of jokes. He's like, oh, Dick takes it to the hole or like Dick with like, you know, like whatever. And then the other guy's like, let's just call him Grady. Let's just call him Grady. But like it was and he was refusing to do that. He kept calling him Dick. But he was like, you know, pur- purposely doing like little innuendos and stuff to make it funny but it was uh that was that and then the the crazier one or like the more meaningful one in my opinion was <clears throat> you had a uh, charlotte versus golden state there was about 14 seconds left in the game shot clock was at 12 seconds so there's about two second differential with uh, you know 12 10 seconds left whatever it was and for whatever reason charlotte kept all their starters in like grant williams was still in bridges was still in miller was still in all the guys were still in but Golden State was in the deep bench, which is the rookies that never, ever play. And one of the guys, his name starts with a Q, like Quinn and Nenos or something like that. I mean, I'm not even going to try to act like I know it. He was like ran down below and he's kind of like saying like, here, throw it to me. And it was the the like Polish guy, or the Pudule- like the guy that plays Pajemski. a lot. Pajemski. was still in the game and he tossed him the ball, like whatever. And a lot of times guys will get that and they'll let it run out. You know, let the shot clock run out and then they'll pass it in. And the coaches were already shaking hands. Um... What's his name? Clifford and uh, that's his name, right? Scott Clifford or something like that. Steve. Steve Clifford. And uh, Steve Kerr were already shaking hands and they show them. And then anyway, the, the, the guy puts the layup up and Mikel, or actually as he tried to, Mikel Bridges goaltended it and got like pissed off. And you know how Bridges can get. We already know he's got some, uh, some anger yeah. problems. And they, he gets into it and they were literally showing the coaches when all of a sudden these whistles are blowing and you see Clifford mouth what the fuck is that like? And they like both go over there and Bridges and Grant Williams are like, you know, they're going off, they're pissed off and, you know, they're yelling at Kerr and stuff. They're yelling at everybody. And, you know, even Steve Kerr saying, he's like, you know, there's a two second difference. Like, well, you know, like the ball that we had to shoot the ball, like, you know, granted he didn't have to, he could have let it run out. But, and then of course it was on the, it was on like a Warriors broadcast. So of course they're defending it saying like, I'm so tired of these unwritten rules, like blah, 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 all this shit. But that, the reason I bring that one up though, more so is because, the spread was 12 and a half and they were down by 11 and they did end up winning by 13 because of that. So there is going to be some people out there that are um, not happy about that. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's just, you know, little brief NBA news. I just thought those were some interesting things that happened over the weekend. Yeah. You don't see a lot of fights anymore. So no, you don't. You saw two in one night and it was, and they were legit fights. I mean, suspensions were given. So, I mean, it was uh, a big deal, but also like speaking of that, like Jimmy Butler was out yesterday and, uh, UCLA kid, the kid we actually talked about, this will be two weeks in a row. Jaime Hawkins stepped up big, twenty five points for uh, Miami last night, and ended up uh, beating Sacramento on the road as you know decent underdogs. So uh, Jaime Hawkins doing pretty well. But uh, what do we uh, what do we got here next? We can go MLB, NHL. Yeah, I mean baseball. We had a uh, a big big piece of news here uh, related to the top free agents still available, which we went over last week, and. Uh, not mentioned last week because I just didn't even realize, but those free agents we talked about, those five free agents, all Scott Boris clients. Yeah, so, uh, fun fact. Uh, I will be in a wedding in April where I will be a groomsman in that wedding and Scott Boris's daughter will be a bridesmaid in that wedding. And that's one of my best friends who's getting married and his wife or soon to be wife is uh, 
really close friends with her. They went to the U of A together. And I've asked Brad multiple times, is Scott going to be there? And he's like, no, not, we're not, you know, close enough with him. And he's like, and he kept joking saying, I should have because of, you know, the, maybe the, the gift he could have brought. And I was like, well, I'd like to have a sit down with him. Yeah. <laughs> why are we, why do we have these great names unsigned still? Will they be unsigned by April? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, his wedding is on April, I think the 13th or something, whatever that Saturday is. So uh, that'll be when the season's very fresh, you know, about Oh, two weeks in or so. So it'll be interesting. Will these guys be on a team? Yeah. So uh, one of them we do know will be on a team, and that yes. is uh, Cody Ballinger going back to the Cubs. Which I feel like he probably didn't want to do because, you know, that's why you go out there. Uh, well, yeah, it, it, he wants the money and he wants the years, but he did not get that. Um, but what he got is flexibility. So we got a three-year $80 million deal, which isn't that much compared to some of the deals people have been signing as of late. Um, but I think it's because, you know, Last year, he was very good. The year before, horrible. The year before that, also horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been, had a few very good years, just kind of not in a row um, in his career. But um, what's notable about this deal, uh, he has an opt-out after every year. So if he has another really good year for the Cubs, he can then opt out and be like, look, I've done it two years in a row now. I want my 10-year deal. Um, and if he is terrible next year, he can stay into the deal and still get paid close to $30 million a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you compare it to like a lot of the other deals these guys have been signing that are be like 13 year deals and stuff taken with their, you know, 40 years old, it's not what Cody Bellinger got. Like, uh, it just can't be what they wanted, um, in this offseason. But uh, again, if he proves himself again this offseason, then he'll maybe more likely to get that big extension. Um, but yeah, that does mean Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Matt Chapman, and JD Martinez are all still available. And there's been different reports about offers they have they have received and turned down. Uh, so they're just not getting what they want, but maybe they're just being unrealistic. Uh, I think I don't think those mega deals are going to happen because I think a lot of them have been, have been bad. And people have kind of regretted them almost immediately after signing them. So um, And especially with the, the pitchers and stuff, I have not been getting those big deals anyways. So if like Blake Snell is asking for six years or something, it's just not going to happen unless you're going to take a huge discount. Um, and JD Martinez is obviously not going to get a giant deal. He's in his late thirties, but yeah, he I mean, is, he's a guy that he's a DH who should. Yeah, no, get he's good money. enough to be on a team, and he's good enough to be in the starting lineup. I think on a team, depending on obviously what team that is. So, yeah. we'll have to keep our eyes on those uh, those big names right there. I yeah. mean, we saw one of them, like we said, find a team this past week, but uh, four big names still out there trying to yeah. find a team. And then there's a reason that JD Martinez is not coming back to the Dodgers, and uh, that is because they found a new DH. Yeah. So, uh, Shohei Otani is going to DH this year for him, and uh, he did hit his own first home run as a Dodger. And his first game as a Dodger. That's uh, that's fun. Good for and, him. They gave him three at-bats, though. I thought that was kind yeah. of a lot for a spring training game. But I was actually on the phone talking to my dad earlier today because I was talking about it. And uh, think about it. It's a good point. It's like, you know, you wonder because he's not going to be pitching this year. Like, this is going to be his first year where he can focus solely on just hitting. You know, he doesn't have to worry about pitching and then hitting in the same game or no, pitching he, and then hitting the next day. This is the second time this has happened. But yeah. I mean like the full has it really? Yeah. He he missed the full year as a pitcher with the Angels as the, well. Was it the first year or second year? It's like the third year or something. Was he, it? I think he pitched and hit the first year, got hurt, missed the entire year or it's something. Now, it and does then sound came familiar, back. but I mean it's been yeah. so long now. Because when did when was his rookie year? Like twenty seventeen or something? 18, like? Yeah. Damn. It's crazy to think like we're in twenty twenty four. Like I, I, I say twenty eighteen like it was still like three years ago. And it's like, it's just, it just wasn't. Yeah. Well, that's what, I mean, in the entertainment episode, 
when uh, I talked about The Walking Dead, and I'm like, oh, this character hasn't been on there since 2018. I'm like, seems like it was longer than that. I'm like, oh no, that was six years ago. Fuck. Oh yeah, no, God. no. I was I was actually thinking about that stuff earlier yeah. today. It's it is pretty wild. But um, yeah. Well, we'll like we said, we'll uh, keep an eye on it. We'll see, and we'll, we'll definitely inform everybody if uh, those f- uh, four players find a team. I imagine whether it's before the season or not, I imagine those four players will not go the entire year without uh, being on an MLB roster. But uh, moving on here to the NHL, we are down to the final uh, 20 to 25 games of the season. So we're going to update you guys with some standings, you know, the same way we updated you guys with some NBA standings last week. Uh, we're going to start off here with the Eastern Conference. And the way you know that it works now in uh, NHL is it's the top three teams in the in each division. There's two divisions on each conference. And it doesn't matter if as long as you're top three in the division, you're, you're in. And then you have the two wildcard teams. So right now we've got the Eastern Conference, uh, the Atlantic Division, Boston Bruins, who lead the entire East, uh, 82 points. Uh, Florida Panthers right behind them with 80 in the uh, Atlantic Conference. But they have played two games less, and they are currently winning 3-2 to two right now against Buffalo. So there's a chance they tie Boston after uh, this game. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs sitting third in the Atlantic with 74 points. So those are the three teams that would be in right now. And then in the Metropolitan, the New York Rangers with 81 points. Carolina Hurricanes with 74 points. And the Philadelphia Flyers with 67. So those are the six teams that are in for sure right or that are in right now because they're in the top three in their divisions. And then the two wildcard teams right now, you've got Detroit with 70 points, who I feel like it's it's been a while since Detroit's been in the playoffs. So uh, they're playing good hockey again. And then you got the Tampa Bay Lightning with 69 points. And then the teams that are creeping behind them, you've got the Washington Capitals with 63 points. The new... Uh, okay, well, Andy confused Sorry. me here. <laughs> well, because the Capitals are closer to uh, the division the third third place in the metropolitan that yeah the wild so card. yeah things like that can change so we'll let's get back to where we were before so i, so I can check that it is, it is yeah no it is interesting because like i said the, the way the format is now is it's the top three in each conference in each division and then the two wild cards so yes to andy's point we've got the washington capitals who are six points behind tampa bay for the second wild card spot but they're only four points behind philadelphia in the metropolitan so that's more of a realistic spot for them they're in the Metropolitan, right? Or are they in the Atlantic? Yeah, that's what I, I just checked, I believe. I want to make sure. Yeah, they are in the Metropolitan. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, so that yeah. means like, you know, the Devils and the Islanders and even the Penguins are still very much alive. Oh, yeah. And that, that was one thing I wanted to note, too, is that uh, even then, even with the wild card stuff, it's like the Tampa Bay Lightning have played 60 games and have 69 points, while the Penguins have only played 55 and have 60, and the Islanders have played 58 and have 62, the Devils have played 58 and have 62, and the Capitals have played 58 and have 63. The Capitals will have 59 and 9, and they're not going to win as they're currently down 8-3 to three to Detroit, so they um, lost a chance at uh, making some ground this evening, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's still definitely, you know, very close. I mean, Philadelphia is definitely not safe with only 67 points. And I truly think that between Philadelphia, Capitals, Devils, Islanders, and Penguins, I think Philadelphia is the worst team of all those teams. So it'll be uh, be interesting to see what, uh, what happens there. I think, uh, you know, there's definitely, I think there can definitely be some switch up here. I don't think this is going to be, you're fine. I think Tampa Bay and Philadelphia both have to be careful because, uh, Capitals, Devils, Islanders, and Penguins are all looming right there. And then after that, I think it's, you know, Buffalo's got 58 points, but I don't see them being good enough to keep up. And then after that, it's a big drop with Ottawa being at 53, Montreal 52, Columbus 48. At that point, those teams are going to be fighting for uh, 
the number one pick or so. Uh, Maple Leafs won seven in a row. Are they a uh, you know a, a contender or are they going to blow it? Like you know, it's, always do. it's tough to say. I mean, they're, they're going to lose tonight too. I think they were down four to two, or now they're down five two with thirty seconds left. So uh, they're going to lose tonight. So snapping that win streak, but uh, I don't know. They've been they've been playing good. Austin Matthews leads the league with uh, I believe it's fifty two or fifty three goals. So he's completely dominating in that department. But uh, you know, it's it's always tough. But I mean, like if they if they were to get like a seed where they play a team like you know Rangers or Boston in the first round, then yeah, they might they might be in trouble. But uh, moving on here to the Western Conference, we'll start with the Central Division. The Dallas Stars lead it with seventy nine points. Winnipeg Jets two points behind, but I will note they've played four less games. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche third in that division with seventy five points, and then moving to the Pacific, your leader in the Western Conference, kind of a shock this year, the Vancouver Canucks. 82 points with a healthy lead over the Vegas Knights who have 71 points and the Edmonton Oilers who have 70. And then your two wildcard teams, your LA Kings with 68 and the Nashville Predators with 66. Uh, and then the teams, you know, looming behind them. You got the St. Louis Blues with 62, the Minnesota Wild with 62, and then the Flames in Seattle with 61. And then after that, it's a big drop with Arizona at 51. And then it just gets pathetic. The Ducks at 43 and then the Sharks and Blackhawks at 35. Uh, so the Ducks in 2028 are going to be great because they just can keep. I mean, they they really should be. They have talent. It's, just, it's really bad. I mean, well, look at Chicago, the number one pick last year. They played three more games in San Jose. So I mean, Chicago's really yeah. the worst team in the West. I mean, in the yeah, in the Western Conference. So I got a question about Vancouver here. Um, leading the, leading the conference here. Now I think of Vancouver because my I'm don't pay too much attention to hockey. I think it was the was Sedin brothers, right? That was. <laughs> They're long gone, right? Oh, yeah, and that was when who, they were good. Who are the good players of the Canucks this year? So they, the Canucks have a very solid team. They've got a – well, they've got a good defenseman who's part of the brothers, the Hughes. And then they got – it's all these guys that all have a lot of points. Like, if you actually look at their points, I mean, like, you look at that. It's like JT Miller has 79 with 29 goals, 50 assists. Elias Peterson, 29 goals, 45 assists with 74 points. Quinn Hughes, a defenseman with 12 goals and 58 assists, having 70 points. And then Brock Bozer with 33 goals, 27 assists, and 60 points. And then they actually got this guy, uh, Elias Lindholm from Calgary, who's uh, only played 49 games this year, but he's uh, he's a very good player. So they actually went out and made some uh, moves to get even better on offense. So this Vancouver team is very, very live. And uh, they've had a good year with their goalie, too. I mean, if uh, if uh, I think if we can scroll down a little bit, find their goalies. Maybe not. I don't know. But, uh, oh, I guess oh, there it was. But uh, their goalies this year, uh, Thatcher Demko's had a pretty solid, solid season. And he's from San Diego, California. Didn't know that. But he's uh, he's having a great year. Uh, 2.86 goals against, 91 save percentage. Uh, actually, never mind. 2.47 goals against with 91 save percentage and five shutouts. Yeah, who's the guy we were talking about? Like, is there any great players from, like, Orange County? Like, no hockey players ever make it. But I forgot who it was. I was reading. It was actually from Phoenix. Um, and it's like, that's crazy. And it's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, well, the Coyotes were there. So I'm like. Wait, he plays for Phoenix? No, no, no. He, he's from Phoenix, like Phoenix Scottsdale area or something. Oh, okay. One, one of the one of the better players. I forgot who it was. I'm like, that's. Oh, crazy. it's Austin Matthews. Okay. Matthews. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, he's very good. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that's our best. It's funny, too, Canada's because. Uh, well, it's funny, too, because we've always said for a while that uh, Patrick Kane is the best. American player, but Austin Matthews is going to take that reign from him at and some point. Isn't Patrick Kane from like Buffalo or something? Like yeah. Which I'm, is basically Canada. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure actually, but I do. I'm glad we actually brought him up because Patrick Kane was big on the Blackhawks. 
He left last year, went to the Rangers, and then this year we ended up on Detroit, and it was his first time on Sunday going back to Chicago since he hasn't been a member of the Blackhawks. And the, 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 the tale was written, Andy, because he did score the game-winning goal in overtime on a breakaway goal. And I guess a lot of the fans didn't know whether to cheer or boo, but they were, they were happy. Very good, Andy. That's, that's good knowledge. I would have never... Andy really does know everything. He's, you know, he acts like he doesn't know hockey yet. He knows that Patrick Kane is from Buffalo, New York. Yeah, which again is basically Canada. It is. Yeah, and he was the number one pick in 2007. The Buffalo Bills used to play home games in Toronto, if you don't remember. That kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's our hockey update. We'll definitely, uh, you know, there's about, like we said, 20 to 25 more games yeah. of the season. Five, so, six uh, weeks left. We're excited for that. We're going to get to that point soon in April where uh, all the playoffs games are starting. But uh, we're going to move on here now to the college basketball where we've got our – we're going to update you guys with the top 10 rankings. So here we go. I saw some changes. So. Uh, it keeps seeing some changes, which we like. Ranked number 10, you've got the Duke Blue Devils who are down two spots from the eight-ranked spot. Yeah, after losing to Wake Forest and, you know, my favorite player. Flipkowski um, got hurt a little bit. Yeah, and that's the big what, controversy. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Because, you know, what's funny about that too, Andy, is that I actually talked to Tommy. Uh, I was at the – last night, it was a friend's birthday. We went down. I was talking to Tommy at the bar top, and I brought that up to him. And I said the funny thing about that too is that Wake Forest – we're three-point favorites in that That's game. That's what I was going to bring up. Is you and so it wasn't, not rushed and, for. And Tommy even said it, too, and he made a great point. He's like, it used to be a thing where it's like you rush the court where you play a team that's the number one seed. You're unranked. Maybe this team's won 20 games in a row. And now they're just rushing because a nine seed, you know, loses to a four seed. You know what I mean? And the nine seed's going to rush the court. It's, it's getting ridiculous. And I mean... It's and then now you're seeing shit like that where Filikowski uh, uh, or whatever got hurt. He got stepped on and then and it pisses me off too because then he shoved somebody and then you even see the coach get out there and move people around and then you see like one kid act like it was like an assault thing and he's got his phone out like this coach just it's like fuck off dude like you ran onto the court dude like handle what's going to be thrown at you. But uh, yeah, really really frustrating to like see now that players are starting to get hurt when yeah. fans are because you almost wonder is it getting, is it becoming intentional? I mean. And that is a scary part. If just some guys like I hate Duke, and I'm like I can't. Yeah. If I was a college kid and be like, there's. JJ it's a stampede. Reddick. I mean, I mean, you saw what happened to Mufasa in a stampede. I mean, and he was a he was a king. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Caitlin Clark earlier this year got bumped uh, by Ohio State. And it was Who? Like Caitlin Clark. Oh, Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Women's From Iowa. Yeah, okay. Um. I think Ohio State game, and she got like bumped, and people were like kind of freaking out, like, oh, oh yeah, like, she's royal because yeah, you like you. The fucking sport sport is canceled. If she got hurt, oh, like, yeah. that's ESPN the only reason they even show college pissed. women college basketball yeah. highlights, and they're not even the best team. But uh, yeah, so anyway, another ACC team here, number nine, North Carolina. Uh, they're ranked number nine. They're actually up a spot from the ten spot from last week. Uh, number eight is Iowa State, who is down two spots from the six uh, ranking spot uh, last week. They did lose to Houston, which we were talking about the game last week. Yeah, but week, I don't so. think that probably, uh, that might have bumped them a little bit, but I guess it did. Yeah, a little bit. But, but So we got Kansas at number seven. They're up two spots from uh, last week. We've got Arizona at number six, who's actually down two spots from uh, last week. They lost a big one at home as uh, like 13 or 14 point favorites to Washington State, who was ranked 21st, but again, it was a, uh, they were big favorites, so that hurt them a little bit. Uh, in the five spot, we've got Marquette ranked number five, up two spots from the seven rank, seventh ranked spot. Uh, Tennessee ranked number four, up one spot. 
And then you've got UConn, who is now ranked third as they are uh, down from the number one spot because uh, they got their butts kicked by Creighton, 85 to 66, 29 point loss. Uh, they made it up with beating Villanova by 24, but still not very good showing. Yeah, and, and I have to say that you <clears throat> called it. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it was on the show or not, but you said, like, I think UConn's going to lose to Creighton here. Like, Creighton's a good team. and Yeah, it's on the road, too. On it's the, tough. On the road on a weekday is, is, is always yeah, tough. Yeah, I think so. that game was uh, like mm-hmm. a Tuesday or what? No. Actually, we did the podcast on a Monday, so I think it might have been a Tuesday. Usually they tell you February twentieth. Yeah, it was it was Tuesday. Yeah, so yeah, that was. Remember last? Yeah, we did podcast on Monday. So. Yeah, because I uh, that's right because I was I had a, a work meeting on Tuesday night, and then the number one seed. I mean, I'm sorry, the number one ranked team. I keep saying that the number one ranked team, your Houston Cougars, up one spot from being ranked number two the previous week, and uh, yeah, they are your number one. Uh, you mentioned Purdue. I forgot. I did not. Okay. Purdue is number two. Yeah. Uh, they're up a spot from being ranked number three. So uh, the top three here, we got Houston number one, which uh, 53 votes, I guess. Is that what that 53 yes, means? Yeah. And uh, Purdue got four votes for the number one spot, but uh, there'll be a two. And UConn got five. So kind of interesting to see that uh, UConn is actually... Close to us. In yeah. total points, 1460 for and UConn 1459. Um, I don't know exactly how the methodology there, either. but it's like a again, method. again, it doesn't matter. They play the tournament out, so yeah. <laughs> these 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 really are a lot. A lot of them are like just irrelevant. But yeah. I remember hearing that too. Like someone was saying, like they should just make it like rank it up to like thirty or forty because it's like, what does it matter? But but anyway, yeah, that is your top uh, your top ten. But we uh, we got two teams we want to highlight here. And uh, which yeah. one do you want to start off with here? So uh, we're doing Marquette in Arizona, which leaves us. We've still not done Purdue and UConn, so that'll be next week. I think that'll give us our yeah. We want to make sure they're in the top our teams. 10, yeah. yeah, that that I mean, those are definitely not going to fall out of the top ten. No, there's two weeks of, of regular season playing. Both those teams can go zero and two this week and wouldn't fall out of the top yeah. ten. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do Marquette in Arizona. So let's start here with uh, Marquette, who's uh, had a good a good run of a couple years here, and uh, I'd like them to have another good season. Um, but yeah, their, their leading scorer this year is Cam Jones, who's a junior who's been with the team, uh, the whole time during, during this good run with, uh, Shaka Smart, their, their coach there coming over from Texas. Um, and then you also got second leading scorer, Tyler Kolek, uh, a senior who, uh, has also been with the team for a few years, actually came in from George Mason, but you know, he's, he's been with Marquette for three years now. Uh, and then you got Oso. Iguodaro, a senior forward, um, also been with the team for a while. So uh, that's kind of the the key to success, I think, in college basketball is keeping a group of guys together. I mean, also you can bring in upperclassmen from other programs, but like I think this is a great way to do it. Is you've got these guys who played together for multiple years in a row, uh, but you got to have good upperclassmen the way college basketball works today. So uh, they are they are a solid team. Uh, they could they can win it all. I think all these teams. I, I think it's a good year for anyone. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think that I think like I was I was actually literally just saying this too. How last year you know you saw Florida Atlantic and San Diego State in the final four with San Diego State being in the finals. Two teams that nobody saw getting that far. This is one of those years where I think you can see something like that again. Like you're gonna see some upsets because there are teams that there's no one's elite. You know what I mean? So it, it's. It's going to be a, this could be a fun year where we, we see a really no name school make a big run again. 
Yeah, I mean it'll definitely happen. There'll be there'll be one nice Cinderella. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess here, but and and obviously um, but even in the top twenty five, you got some interesting names here. You got I mean St. Mary's is is, is usually good, usually not top twenty five though. Washington State hasn't been good in in years. Yeah, Dayton's uh, up at Utah Dayton, State. Utah State. So they're they're South Florida. Are, yeah, I haven't seen South Florida up there in a while. Uh, that that's the one thing too is uh you know obviously you know by the next time we do a podcast it will be March, uh, but we'll wait till probably the Turn like the brackets come out, and we'll you know give you guys our pick on who's gonna win it. And we'll probably give you guys you know I, th- I like to think you know we'll give you guys like our a pick that we think is gonna win it, and then also give you guys though like a couple good dark horses because that's always fun. Like you know we might sit here and say oh we think Purdue's gonna win it five to one odds, but you know it might be fun to say someone like you know someone like a whoever like a St. Mary's at like forty to one odds could be a fun team to like you know. 30 to one, whatever they could be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it doesn't actually, seem like any what? of the, any of the contenders really have like a dominant freshman, which just doesn't exist this year. Not, not a great class, but it's just, it's not that kind of, uh, season. Um, but well, I was hoping I could see some futures, but I, I can't. I'm sure they're there. Right let's, now. Yeah, let's, let's we'll wait. save we'll it. Wait. Yeah, we'll save it. I just was curious actually who even is the favorite. I mean, I imagine it's maybe Houston. Yeah. But, uh, or, yeah, let's talk about Arizona here. Oh, that's um, right, yeah. <laughs> so their leading scorer is Caleb Love, if you know that name. Transfer from Transfer North, North Carolina. North Carolina. So yeah. um, was it, why am I blanking on the other guy that's still at – R.J. Davis. R.J. Davis. Uh, I think he – Tore it up last night. Too. I he's think Caleb good. Love left because it's like, well, look, like I, I think I'm better than him, but he's going to be the guy, so I got to go somewhere else. And he's proven himself. You know, very good season, 19 points a game. Uh, they also got uh, – they – Arizona always has, I don't want to say Africans. I mean, guys from they Africa. They do, though. It's a big, they've got a big um, Africa. Yeah, and they have here. another really good center here, uh, Omar Abalo uh, from, from the would nation Would he have been there Mali. when uh, Aiton was there? No. How long has Aiton been there been now? With, uh, Gonzaga? Coloco. That's uh, Coloco. Oh, that's right, yeah. They who uh, actually had him retire. I don't know if you saw that. He, he's not pursuing his... Basketball career, a heart condition. So, Ooh, that's a bummer. Uh, yeah, that that sucks. He didn't 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 last long. That stuff happens to, to those really big guys sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I mean he was only a couple years out of college and didn't like get a big NBA paycheck. But um, yeah, this is a, a big guy here. And then uh, another thing that Arizona is really good at is is the foreign market. Uh, they got a nice Swedish player here. Uh, it sounds like a. I mean, it, it is a hockey player name, but uh, Pele Larsson. Uh, averaging uh, 13 points a game, so um, and all these or these two guys have been with Arizona for a few years now, um, and then he got um, transferred from San Diego State. So a guy with Final Four championship experience, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, uh, averaging 12 a game for Arizona as well. So, uh, I mean, I think that's the theme of all these teams is like they've got veteran upperclassmen players. There's just not a lot of great freshmen, and if there are. They're not on the best teams. So um, that's the way you succeed in college is you, you get some players who are not good enough to leave from the NBA and you kind of build around them and uh, try to supplement it with, with transfers. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what Arizona's done. Yeah, very good. I mean, Arizona, they, they got a solid team. I mean, I've watched them and I've, I remember I talked about on the podcast, I watched them play against USC one of the nights. And uh, they didn't look that good. They beat USC, but it was it was kind of like ugly. And then since I talked about that, they I've watched them lose to Oregon State and now Washington State. Oregon State being on the road, but they were big favorites. And then you know Washington State, you know being at home, 
And they were big favorites in that game, but I mean, maybe there's maybe the odds makers were just wrong that night because Washington State is ranked 21. So I mean, I you know maybe not as crazy as uh as we think here. But um, you got anything else for college basketball or? So we got a one little last thing to do here, which is uh you know, again we've talked about how it's a little you know we're in that period and when football's over it just feels like sports are just like you know it's just it's kind of a, you know no playoffs are going on right now it's you know baseball hasn't started yet it's like it's kind of a weird dead season so I uh, saw this stuff the other day Andy that I wanted to kind of test you on it's the worst win percentage for teams in the past ten years and then the best so there's two different lists here. Mm-hmm. But it's all four major sports, so basketball, baseball, football, hockey. So I wanted to kind of like, you know, test around with you to see like how many of these, like if you can, how many basically you know that are the some of the worst uh, win percentages over those. We'll start with the worst because that's what I got right now. So 25 teams, there's 25 teams here on this list, all four major sports. In the last decade, Andy, which franchises... Do you think you've had the worst win percentage in the past, like I said, the past decade, the last 10 years? So I guess since 2014, we can say. And I'll see how many of them, like I'll just name some teams that you think have been bad in all four major sports. Pistons. And then I'll, okay, so Pistons are number three on this list, a 36.2% or 36, 362 win percentage. The Coyotes? Very good. And they're number eight, 386 win, uh, win percentage. New York Jets? The Jets are number two on this list, 337 percentage. So you're three for three so far, Andy. Yeah. You've knocked out two, three, and eight. I mean, obviously some of these are going to be... I'm trying to line up the decades here because I'm like... I think the Royals are still there, but the Royals obviously won a World Series. The Royals are there. I'll just say that for you because that's what I was going to say to you. Is like That's what's funny about this because there are stretches where maybe these teams did win titles in this stretch, but they haven't, you know. So Andy's four for four so far. The Rockies are definitely there too. Um. Oh. No, the Rockies did make the playoffs one. Yeah, the year. Rockies are not on this list. Wow, because they've been bad for for a good while here. Uh, what's another NBA team that's been really bad? Has been. I want to say Charlotte. Uh, yep, Charlotte's number twenty on this yeah. list. Uh, four forty-two win percentage. So you you know done well so far. You've knocked out Kansas City, Charlotte, Jets. Pistons and uh, Coyotes. What other football teams should be on that list here? So I'll just put it to you this way: one of the the number one is a football team, and yeah. it actually, I don't know, it'll be it, like I said, you know, it's the it's the decade. So I mean, even uh, if they've done well recently, the Lions. The Lions are surprisingly not on this Whoa. list. It's a good year for them. Yeah, because yeah, they're they're not on this list. So the lowest. Uh, well, number 24 and number 25 are tied with 45 or 450 win percentage. So, yeah, the Lions, uh, I guess those last two years of doing well yeah. has, um, has put them above five or at least above 450. Jacksonville? Jacksonville is number one. Okay. 330, 331 win percentage over the they, last decade. They had a really bad stretch. I think they went back-to-back years only winning one or something like that. So, yeah, so you've guessed 1, 2, 3, 8, 24, 20. So there's a few left. There's another NBA team in there. Oh, there's a handful of that. uh, Houston. No, because Houston's only been bad for like five years. Houston's not on there. Houston. Uh, It's not Oklahoma City. NBA teams seem to be better at. Let me see how many NBA teams are here. So there's one. Like the Kings are still probably on there. Two, three, four. 
They're not actually. What? So there's four more NBA teams. There's four <laughs> NBA teams on here. Four NBA I mean, the, teams. The Bobcats. Uh, no, because that counts as Charlotte Hornets. What? It's the franchise. Charlotte Bobcats, Charlotte Hornets now. Oh, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, you already said that. Did I? Okay. Yeah, you already said <laughs> I'll give you credit because you said it is too. You've gotten oh, Charlotte, man. you've gotten 20A and 20B. <laughs> Orlando. Yep, Orlando's number six. Yeah. With a third, 378 win percentage. Now, here's a team that's not on the list because I saw they are 500 in their last 1,500 games. Did you see this? The Atlanta mm-hmm. Hawks. No, oh, they're yeah, seven fifty and seven fifty in the last wow, fifteen hundred. That's, that's incredible. Um, so there's three more basketball in here, and then obviously you know handful of football, yeah. hockey, and baseball. Hockey, there's only because I know hockey's a tougher one. Well, I there's feel like, I feel three like the more hockey, Canucks four hockey really teams bad. on here. Canucks aren't on there. Uh, so there's three more basketball teams, four more hockey. One, two, three, four, five, six, and like six more. Football and then whatever is rest for baseball. Yeah. And obviously, Bears. The Bears are on there, number nine. Yeah, the Bears. 387 win percentage over the past decade. People at home, maybe they're shouting some names at. Or, uh, Washington. Washington Commanders, number 10, 399 yeah. win percentage. Now Andy's heating up. Let's see. The Browns might the Browns, still be on there. Because, Browns, number five. Yeah. So they're definitely still on there. Yeah. 377. And there's one more football team that's in the top five that'll that'll make it so you knock out the first tier here. Arizona? Arizona's actually not on here. Wow. New York Giants. New York Giants. Yeah. Very good. Sorry, Tommy, if you're listening. But the New York <laughs> Giants, number four. I'll give you a hint. Another one of Tommy's teams is on here. Knicks? Knicks. Oh, yep. No. Very good. Oh, no. Number 11. I was thinking the Wizards. Uh, believe it or not, no, the Wizards are not no, on not here. Not on there. Just bad year this year. So you've... Uh, I, I don't know. There's a couple of these hockey ones that might be tough. So there's one, two, three, four. Buffalo there's, been one of the Buffalo worst is teams? on there. Yeah. Good for you, Andy. Very good. I'm trying to think of the worst hockey team. So you've actually knocked out the, the top 10 now. You've said Jacksonville, Jets, Detroit, Giants, Buffalo. Did you say Orlando? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, I thought so. Orlando, Buffalo, Arizona, Coyotes, Chicago Bears, Washington, Redskins, oh, the, or Detroit, or whatever. Detroit Tigers. Detroit Tigers are on there, number yeah. 21. Yeah, and you've said the Knicks, which are number 11. So you've knocked out the the top 11, and then you've knocked out number 20, 24, and 21. So you've got... Marlins. Marlins are on there, number 22. Very good. So really quickly here, you've got one, two, three, four, I believe five, six, seven, eight, like nine or like nine or 10 left, I guess. Pirates. Pirates are not on there. Are you serious? Believe it or not, yeah. Wow. I think they must have had some good stretches in those. Wow. I don't think so, but... I mean... Uh, shit. The Reds? The Reds are on there, number 23. Because mm-hmm. now we're getting at the bottom of, like, teams that aren't horrible, horrible. Yeah. But have been bad. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks? No, they're no. not on there. How many baseball teams left? So that's what I was going to say. So you've got... So overall, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm gonna say the Orioles are on there because they nah, really, they're not what because they had a good stretch too with the, like I know they had Adam Jones, but they also had a they were so very got, very bad. You've for got nine six years nine left, and that are baseball is zero. Oh, so well, there you go. So yeah, so you're done with baseball. So you've got three hockey left that I can see. Oh, I'm sorry, four hockey left, three. Basketball left. I'm sorry. Hold on. 
five hockey left, three basketball, and one football. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, hockey's going to... Hockey be tough. I mean, I yeah. can say the Ducks. They might be on no, there. No, I mean, I'm surprised they're not, actually. Uh, had such a bad stretch. Uh, we talked about a couple... I mean, Florida Panthers? No. <laughs> the Red Wings? The Red Wings, okay. number 12. Remember, we talked about that, too. Yeah. Huh? They haven't been in playoffs in a while. So now you're down to... Let's see, two basketball... Yeah, two basketball... Um, Canadians? No. Four hockey. Yeah, so two basketball, four hockey, and two football. Man, basketball. Could the Nets possibly be on there? No. No, no, no. Could the Sixers possibly be on there? Nope. Okay, because they had a really rough stretch, too. But I think that was like 20. Yeah, so you're just down to the two basketball teams. The hockey's like going to be, you know, you got four hockey teams, but they're, eh, I don't know, a couple of them. Columbus? Might, no. A couple of them might be might be tough. Two of them are, you know, popular teams-ish. Like, their franchises are popular. Yeah. But, and then the, the football is, one of them I'm, I'm, I feel like you'll, could eventually get just because, you know, you're, you're familiar with the team in a way. <laughs> Does that mean Denver? No. Not, 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 oh, the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, my God. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. Bas- who, the basketball is interesting. Well, football, think who was really bad this year? And they've been bad. Carolina. Yeah. But did I, you already say that? No. Okay, then, but yeah. Carolina, I thought, would, how long did Cam Newton last? No, Panthers is up there. They're okay. 16th. So you're done with football. So all you've got left is uh, two basketball Cleveland and Cleveland Cavaliers. No. So you got two what? basketball and four hockey. I think I said every basketball team that exists. Well, you know what's funny is like a couple of these basketball teams. It's like because they're they're. I'll tell you right now they're they're as of if the season were to end today, they're they're playoff teams. Maybe play a, play a in team, but then one for sure is cemented in the playoffs if they if the season ended today. Mm-hmm. T wolves. Yep, Minnesota number yeah, fourteen. I mean, they did have the number one pick twice. Four four thirty two win percentage over the last yeah. decade. So one more basketball. Team. Yeah, one more basketball. Pacers. Nope. I guess similarish colors. And like to an extent, I guess. Do they play in America? They do play in America. Includes <laughs> okay. one team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're on the West Coast. I'll give you that. West Coast. I don't think they're on the West Coast. What? I don't think they're on the West Coast unless they're the Los Angeles Lakers. It is. Oh my god. <laughs> Forgot how bad they were the Lonzo Ball years. Yeah, yeah the Lakers four thirty win percentage over the last decade, number thirteen. All right, Andy. So now you're down to hockey. So I mean, I know hockey is not out of the four major sports. I know it's your your least strongest. So it's up to. Can I even remember every team that exists? That's what I was gonna say. There's a couple of these. I, there's one team that I would actually kind of be shocked. And I wouldn't say shocked because I know you know a lot of stuff, but like even I like you know even when you're thinking of all the teams, you forget certain teams. But this would be. But like I said, two of the four Carolina Hurricanes. No, and like here's the one thing: is one of these teams, National Predators. You got to realize one of these teams is you know fair. I mean, that's where it can kind of get tricky. Is I don't. They haven't even been around ten years. (laughs) The Kraken. Yep, that doesn't count. I know. That's why it's kind of shitty. That's why I won't. Around two years. I know they've they've only been around. I think for like yeah, like four or five years. No, I don't think it's been that long. I think it's been like two seasons. I'm going to look this up. Because <laughs> Vegas came in like yeah, 2017, 2018. And they're definitely not there because I know they've been no, good. No, they, they've like won every year. But Yeah, see, look at them. Very bad that year. 
Okay, yeah. Three so seasons. 2020. Yeah, so. I don't know. That's I, not fair. I, I That's didn't make this list. That's why I kind of wanted to like give you that hint. So, okay, there's oh, three more Ch- hockey. Chicago Blackhawks. Yep. yep. And then now there's two more hockey, both on the East Coast. So, if you want to. What have I not said? So, I was thinking one of the New York teams I think has been bad for a while. I think it's the Rangers. No. No. But you're, 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 you're hot. The Islanders. <laughs> the Devils. The Devils. I, I wanted to kind of make it a pun too and be like, you're really hot because it's <laughs> the Devils. All right, one more team, Andy. This was the team that I thought was going to be kind of tough for you to get. Since oh, it's hockey. shit. Ottawa Senators. Yep, yep. Like, that's the one that no one remembers. I'm like, you know, everyone knows exactly. Calgary. So the worst teams, again, he- in the last decade from number one to number 25, Jacksonville Jaguars, New York Jets, Detroit Pistons, New York Giants, Cleveland Browns, Orlando Magic, Buffalo Sabres, Arizona Coyotes, Chicago Bears, Washington Commanders, New York Knicks, Detroit Red Wings, LA Lakers, Minnesota Timberwolves, Ottawa Senators, Carolina Panthers, New Jersey Devils, Oakland Raiders, Seattle Kraken, Charlotte Hornets, Detroit Tigers, Miami Marlins, Cincinnati Reds, Kansas City Royals, and the Chicago Blackhawks. So now, Andy, are you ready to do the best teams of the last yeah. 25 years? I feel like you'll do better on this one. So these are the so 25 by, best by win percentage. percentage. So baseball is a narrow margin. So I'm gonna, before we start, let me just tell you each sport how many they have, just so I can. Okay. Uh, do you want that? I mean, I don't know what matters, but yeah. I, I still will anyway. So football here, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So 10 football teams out of the 25. For basketball, there's one, two, three, Four, five, five basketball. Uh, we'll do baseball next. In baseball, there's one, two, three. <laughs> I think I can guess the baseball. Yeah, teams. I think baseball's gonna be easy. Hockey, there's <clears throat> one, two, three, four, five, six. So that rounds out our list here. Baseball should be easy. So baseball, Astros and Dodgers. Obvious. Yes. The third team is the mystery. I will hold off on there. Okay. So, yeah, you've already knocked out number six of the Dodgers, 60, 618 win percentage over the last decade. And uh, Houston's actually number 20 with yeah. 574 win percentage over the last decade. So, in football, you got the Chiefs, obviously. Yep, number one, 718. Got, I'm going to guess the Patriots are still up there. They well. are number four at 632. I am going to say the Eagles are up there. Eagles are number 21 at 574. I'm going to say the Packers. Packers are number five at 623. 49ers. 49ers are not on here. Okay. So those are I know they had a rough stretch, but. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll say this. The number 25 team is a 554 win percentage. Yeah. Okay. Um, For Cowboys. Worth. Cowboys are number 13 at the 601. Yeah. And then what else do we got here? In football. I'm trying to close out football. <laughs> I think I know them all. So football, you still have Steelers. Steelers, number three, six thirty-two mm-hmm. percentage. Ravens, Ravens number fourteen, six oh one. So right now you're missing. It looks like th- from the top of my head here, four football Seattle teams. Seahawks. Now you're missing three. Seattle's number eight, six ten. So you're missing oh, three right. football teams. Three football teams. These actually, it's I feel tough like, because I'm going to say the Bills. The Bills are on there because number five ninety nine, number fifteen. They had the tie. So that's what I was going to say. Is a couple of these could actually be a little tricky because it's like again, you have to. I mean, you think of the decade. So you're missing just two more, just two football teams that'll close out football. Saints. Saints are number 18, 583. Mm-hmm. One more. The Minnesota Vikings. Very good, Andy. Very good. This is why we this is why I do this okay. stuff. You're, you're imp- All right, it's now we're on to basketball. 
well, the number one team is going to be the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they're number two on this list, 653. And the number two NBA team is your LA Clippers. Yep. A 6 6 11 win percentage. Uh, you got the Celtics on there. They're the number three one at yep. six, uh, number 10 overall at 60, 604 win percentage. Uh, you got the Milwaukee Bucks. They're, uh, number 16, 586. So there's a team above Milwaukee, and that's the only one you're missing for basketball. Yes. So that would be. This is tough. Yeah, it's, I mean, this one, they might, they've just, I guess, just been consistent. <clears throat> got some options here. All right, why don't you start naming out some of those options? We can see if so one of those my, options hits. My two choices are either Toronto. Yep. Okay. And I'm not even going to let you. You, you get it there. You don't need to. Give you 603, number 12. Yeah. No, they, they, the Lowry DeRozan years were good. Yeah. They and, just never and they, won anything. They did win. Well, then they did eventually win without yeah. DeRozan. <laughs> all right, so you've knocked out football and basketball so we, and baseball. So I guess all that's left is hockey, huh? Yeah, so hockey, the Golden Knights. You, you not, you, no, no, you, you're one. You're one baseball left. You only said Houston and Dodgers. Right. So you got one baseball left, and then all hockey. So the hockey left would be one, two. Well, I said Golden Knights. Three, four, five, six. Right. So yeah, you, you've knocked out Golden Knights, number seventeen. So you've got five hockey left and one baseball. Let's see what else in the Bruins. Bruins, yep. Six, the Lightning. The Lightning, yep. I was gonna say uh, two of them should be obvious, and those were the two I was thinking of. So you got three more hockey and one baseball, and they're all they're all in the bottom uh, the bottom ten of this list. Toronto Maple Leafs? No, no, no. Okay, so baseball. Mm-hmm. The two that I'm or, there's basically one division where I think it comes from. Yeah, and, and I think I'm, you're right. I already know what I'm, division you're thinking of. Can I guess what division you're thinking of? Yes. AL East. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I'm like Tampa. No, which that's not a bad guess. That I feel like okay. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go over three then. Tampa, Yankees. Yankees. Okay. Yep. Number 23, the 563. I know the Yankees have, have very good win percentage, but no titles, and it's been one of those yeah. stretches. Um, I mean, a lot of these teams no titles in the last decade. Yeah. All right. Three hockey teams left. Three hockey teams. Carolina? Carolina not on there. <clears throat> and I will say in the last decade... Yeah, all three of these teams have won a Stanley Cup, For a, if that helps. I don't know if it does. I mean, it's hard to remember all these. Uh, the Stanley Cups. Uh... And I actually, I'm pretty certain. Yeah, I'm two for sure I know how. I think the other one did fall into that. Penguins. Cost. Penguins, yep. Yeah. That's the one I was kind of unsure of. So the other two yeah. I know for sure have won in the last decade. I'm yeah. losing one. I mean, one of them has been consistently good for a while. We kind of briefly talked about them a little bit tonight because they're they've got I one of the, I don't want to look at the standings. Oh, yeah, I'll let you. Yeah, two more down to two hockey teams. Hockey is tricky. Like I don't even know if I would have. You know, I, I mean, you, you, like, and, and you've got for what it's worth one. Is you've got tough. the nineteenth ranked team left and the twenty fifth ranked yeah, team. So that, that's that where does get tough. So it's a five seventy six win percentage and a five fifty four. So that doesn't really do too many favors. It's deep into some thought here. Have we stumped the Schwab? Well, if you tried to tell me who won the last 10 Stanley Cups, I don't think I could do it. I mean, I Well, I mean, at least it. two of them were Tampa Bay. I mean, it kind of yeah. knocks it off. And I, but yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, it is tough. But uh, one of the, yeah, a couple of them, and one's notable. One of these teams has a, 
I mean, do you want some hints? Oh, Washington Capitals. Yep, yeah. Washington Capitals number nineteen. Ovechkin, of course. Yeah. And number twenty-five is the last hockey team you need, and they have won a Stanley Cup in the last ten years. I want to say they've even won it in the last. I don't remember if it was twenty-eight. I can't remember who won. Did the Blues win? Yep. The St. Louis the Blues, Blues beat the Bruins that year, right? Yeah, they did. Okay. The Bruins haven't won then since. No, the Bruins haven't. I don't think I've ever seen the Bruins win. I think they won in like two thousand ten or something. Maybe, yeah. That it was like all the Boston teams won. Right. So yeah, just to recap for everybody at home who are the sports fans, the top 10 teams in all four major sports over the last decade. Kansas City Chiefs, number one. Golden State Warriors, your Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> New England Patriots, Green Bay Packers, LA Dodgers, LA Clippers. Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Lightning, Boston Celtics, Boston Bruins, Toronto Raptors, Dallas Cowboys, Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo Bills, Milwaukee Bucks, Vegas Golden Knights, New Orleans Saints, Washington Capitals, Houston Astros, Philadelphia Eagles, Minnesota Vikings, New York Yankees, Pittsburgh Penguins, and the St. Louis Blues. And it's kind of interesting to look here to see like how many of these teams have won a title in the last. Because Kansas City, yes. Warriors, yes. Steelers, no. Patriots, yes. Green Bay, no. Dodgers, yes. Clippers, no. Seattle, no. Tampa Bay, yes. Boston, no. Boston Bruins, no. Toronto, yes. Dallas Cowboys, no. Baltimore Ravens, wasn't it? Not, not in the last decade. Yeah. So, no for them. Bills, no. Milwaukee Bucks, yes. Vegas Golden Knights, yes. New Orleans Saints, no. No, just missed it. Uh, Washington Capitals, yes. Houston Astros, yes. Philadelphia Eagles, yes. Minnesota Vikings, no. New York Yankees, no. And then Penguins and Blues, both yes. So, but yeah, that was a fun little thing I saw there. I thought, uh, and again, like Andy's, you know, we like to always test each other on some trivia stuff and whatnot. And yeah, I thought that was a little fun. But uh, yeah, I think, uh, do you got anything else to add on here? I think that's going to wrap us up. So yeah, that was uh, episode 365 of Sports for the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Tony and with me and we had uh, Off-Road Andy. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. And uh, like we've always said, you know, listen to our uh, entertainment episode as well. That's always fun. Uh, Like, share, subscribe, do all the fun stuff. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, We'll catch you next time. See you later.